0: This is a podcast of St. Paul Lutheran Church, where we equip every
1: generation to live rooted in Jesus. All right, welcome everyone to our podcast uh, for today. This is Pastor Schultz, and with me, I have another pastor of our church, Pastor Mashke. Welcome, Pastor Mashke. Thank you, good to be here. Well, it's good to, good to have you on for today. Uh, so by way of introduction, um, you are a pastor here But that's only for the last few years—five years, five years. Oh, you've been here five (laughs) years—that's that's that's good. Uh, But before then, uh, you did lots of other things. uh, Specifically, um, for the bulk of your time—if my understanding is uh, correct—over at Concordia, Wisconsin, which, for those of you who don't know, it's over in um, Mequon, Wisconsin, uh, which isn't too far from here. You taught there, and you, you did a lot of things. You. Just want to give our listeners a an update of those things. Maybe they don't know anything about you.
0: Okay, I was campus when I first came uh, back in the early '80s. Uh, let me back up a little. Before that, I was a parish yeah. pastor in Illinois. Oh, yeah. uh, called to Concordia, and it was campus pastor and part time teaching. So that was mm. kind of my first. And taught Old Testament uh, later on. Then taught New Testament uh, doctrine classes, uh, Christian faith, uh, world religions, religion in America, uh, New Testament. I think I said that. Um, Lutheran worship, Martin Luther, and most of the class ethics, uh, most of the class that we have on our syllabus right now. Did uh, you teach them all? I, I taught most of them. Yeah, oh, that's so, good. But, but yeah, thirty-five years, almost thirty-five years. It was good years.
1: That's good. Uh, you've 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 certainly done it, and uh, you're a gem and a real blessing here at St. Paul. And I'm grateful that you could come in and talk about. John the Baptist for today. So uh, for our listeners, the purpose of today is this. One of the values we have here at St. Paul is uh, transformational faith. The idea is that God uh, transforms our lives. Uh, He gives us a faith um, which is awakened and sustained by those uh, promises of forgiveness. And in that, it makes a difference in our life. Uh, Not only that our faith then uh, receives those promises of Christ, but um, it's active in incredible ways. And We're going to look at a story in the Holy Scriptures for today about how God used faith um, through one of his servants of old to do remarkable things and how that faith is uh, still active for today. Uh, The story we're going to look at is uh, in the Gospel of Mark. It's about John the Baptist. Um, You can look in your Bibles if you have them with you. It's from John chapter 1, uh, 1 through 8, just at that very beginning here, um, at the beginning of the Gospel, we hear about uh, John the Baptist. I'll read it out loud if you don't have it in front of you. Uh, But here we go from Mark chapter 1. This is the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah, the prophet uh, The prophet writes, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John appeared, uh, baptizing in the wilderness, and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. In all the country of Judea, And all Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed in camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And John preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Uh, this is our reading for today, and this is John the Baptist. Uh, so Pastor Mashke, you know quite well John was he was an interesting figure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think in the Bible in another place, it says the guy wore uh, camel's hair clothes and ate a diet of uh, locust and and wild honey. now, I, I don't think those were typical things people did back then uh, John John was an interesting fellow, but uh, he had an incredible faith that we, we heard about. There's a lot of things going on in this story for today, but as you, heard, as you heard from this text here at the start of Mark, what kind of jumps out at you about John the Baptist either here or maybe other things you know about the guy? Uh, I guess first thing is just, John is kind of that transitional figure. Uh, hmm. Just
0: the fact that Mark begins with Isaiah, actually it's a kind of a combination of Isaiah. I think there's another Malachi and a couple other passages that he kind of puts together. But anyway, Mark calls him Isaiah. Yeah. Um, but So he's reading an Old Testament kind of fulfilling, so he's that that mm-hmm. bridge between the Old Testament and the New Testament, coming in, again, preparing the way uh, for Jesus, obviously. Uh, but in, even in that baptism, I'm almost struck by the Gospel of Mark that says he's, a bapti- he's preaching a baptism of repentance for forgiveness of sins. And I remember looking at a study, Uh, or studying that a little bit more, and it's really a baptism of repentance pointing towards the forgiveness of sins. And so that's coming, the forgiveness of sins is coming through Jesus, Mm. not through this baptism. He's Mm. got more of a Baptist baptism, a symbolic baptism, rather than the water and the spirit that we would get. And so he even says at the very end, I will baptize you, or he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Again, Jesus' baptism is a different. That's the Trinitarian baptism of Father, yeah. Son, and Holy Spirit that we receive now,
1: different than John's baptism. So, like a foreshadowing. Yes. Yeah. Of what is to come. So it's a symbol. A symbol. Yeah. 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 And apparently, there were a lot of people coming out for the symbol. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's yeah. Mark says all of Jerusalem. I'm not quite sure everybody in Jerusalem <laughs> came, but uh, you know they. Kind a of a of, euphemism, the, hyperbole. Yeah the, yeah, the the people from Jerusalem and and the area, uh, the whole area of Judea. Again, when you think about these public figures, uh, this is entertainment. Mm. And so uh, later on, Jesus would say, you know, would you come out to hear? You know, and he recognized that they came out for more for entertainment than really to really see the message. But the message is Mark has here very clear. The baptism. For the repentance, for forgiveness, again looking forward to Jesus who comes and brings us that ultimate forgiveness. Uh, Just kind of kind of side comments about John the Baptist. Yeah, interesting figure. Really a cousin of Jesus. We know that from Luke when he talks about uh,
1: the the birth of uh, John the Baptist. Um, It is interesting how they keep it in the same family. You know, Jesus could have, or God could have used anybody to be the forerunner in some ways, but He located it within the family of Christ, at least a cousin. Yeah, that's which a, is interesting. I never
0: thought about that. Yeah, so that's, that's, yeah that yeah, that nepotism even happens. <laughs> <laughs> even,
1: even, even God
0: carries out a little bit of nepotism there. Um, but again, that, that pointing, that pointing Jesus, and other places it talks about. You know, he, he sees Jesus coming, and behold, the Lamb of God. I'm most struck by uh, imagery of John the Baptist when he's in a sculpture and a painting. Mm. Uh, there's a German painting that has the Eisenheim uh, altarpiece where John the Baptist is pointing to Jesus on the cross. Um, we had a.
1: Uh, I know exactly st- what you're talking about. That's yeah. a great one. Keep going. Though. So we, we had a. Uh, our, re- our listeners might not. So keep going. Yeah, please.
0: <laughs> we had a, a statue on our baptismal font in my last parish in Illinois that had just a little John the Baptist figure on top of the the baptismal font, and he was pointing to the altar. And I thought, that was odd. And then I saw this in Germany, too. There was a a baptismal font with this figure of John the Baptist pointing to the altar. But then all of a sudden I realized, no, that's perfect theology. Mm. John the Baptist isn't the focus. He Mm. wants you to look at Christ, again, the host on the altar. uh, The Lord Jesus Christ is there, and so John the Baptist pointing to Jesus. even. In those, that, that statuary, so it's kind of just a neat image of John the Baptist. That's cool. What's that painting called again? Eisenheim, The Eisenheim.
1: Eisenheim altarpiece. Yeah. Okay. So that's um, good. I'll Google that after my yes, listeners. Yes, do that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so again, that, yeah, that's the, one of the things that struck out for me uh, at, to, to me. Um, you had already mentioned the, the, the odd vestments of the dress, the, the dress that he has here. So again, uh, very very strange, but again, that, kind of more of that... People that's, came out to see him. This, is, this yeah. is somebody weird. Looks like a wild
1: man up yeah. there. Um, and that's my understanding, right? Where the scriptures, they point to his diet of food and his clothes. That was not a common thing. No, no. okay, no. yeah. I mean, most people with dressed clothing. And, and and Jesus mentions that later later on we
0: talked about John the Baptist. You know, if you come out to see somebody dressed in fine clothing. Uh, yeah. you, you came with this, this odd guy. But, again, the message... He got that. He got people's attention, so he could point to Jesus again to create that faith. That word creates faith. Uh, that word that is there. So John the Baptist is preaching that word again, fulfilling Isaiah's prophecy: "Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight his path." So hmm. again, pointing point to Jesus coming, the one of, we really, really, we really need to keep our focus on Jesus, and that's, uh, I think, John the Baptist's main point, main goal. Yeah. No, keep, I, keep your focus on
1: Jesus. Yeah. I, I think so too, and so resounding theme in the scriptures as well, as we'll look at this uh, a podcast for several different figures about how God uh, transforms their lives through faith. And he does the same thing for us today as well. And uh, I think that's a good segue um, to your own personal life, Pastor Mashke. You know, the faith that God gives, it's the same faith he, he gives even today. Yeah. It's not just for John the Baptist, it's for us. So as we look at our own lives, um, how has that faith been active in your life? Where, where do you see it? Any uh, stories or thoughts or comments that could maybe encourage someone listening for today. I wish I had some dramatic
0: story. <laughs> to tell you. Sorry about this. Oh, uh, no, this is good. I, I, I Every story I was born in a pastor's family. Yeah. Uh, my mother and father always had devotions, and I guess mm. the word was always there. Um, from already when I was four years old, I remember somebody asked me what I wanted to be, and I said a pastor. Awesome. So that that's as early as I can remember. But yeah, yeah, I always wanted to be a pastor. Uh, wonderful ministry. Um, Transforming. I, I I remember being a little bit frustrated in grade school when people would talk about their conversion experiences. It's like I never really had yeah. you know, my conversion experience was John through the waters of baptism.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, Me too. I
1: can't remember a time where I haven't been yeah. a Christian.
0: And I I, I always feel, gee, I wish I could say, oh yes, I came yeah. to faith. No, I, I've always had it and I thank I thank God for my parents and, and right. nurturing that faith. Uh, transformation I guess a transformation would be only seeing how it affects other people when you see people's lives yeah. change uh, again I have a wonderful minister here at St Paul visiting shut-ins and mm-hmm. to see the strong faith of these older members in their 80s and mm. 90s and yeah. it's like yes and it's, it's it's going back it's a like I one lady she said I couldn't get up in the morning if it wasn't for Jesus. It's, awesome. it's like, <laughs> does he wake you up? Well, but just you know, just uh, that that confidence that the Lord helps me through, and I guess whether it's transformational or just continuing that nurturing that faith, that sanctification that God gives to us again, and through that word, uh, the, the, going back to the word that points us to
1: Jesus. Yeah, and I think that's good for people to hear too, because. Uh, You're right. I don't have some crazy, profound story myself either. And I think for a lot of Christians, especially um, who are... Many of them, you know, are listeners here in Grafton, Wisconsin, perhaps that uh, were born and raised to St. Paul, or maybe, you know, you're tuning in somewhere else and and you live in a Christian place, or your family's always been Christian. I get that yearning um, to almost want or desire something else, but in the best way possible, man, this is such a gift Yeah. where where I can say, and you can say, yep, I remember a time where I haven't been a Christian. It's just always been that way. And it's just such a good, uh, awesome, incredible gift that God gives to us. And that's something to celebrate and rejoice and uh, know that everybody's story is a little bit different, but um, this is a good example of, uh, of yours. So thank you. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, this is Transformational Faith, and this is our uh, podcast for today. We saw how God worked in the life of John the Baptist, um, this unique figure to do remarkable things, and that faith that God used for John the Baptist still uses for us today with Pastor Mashke, myself, and even for you listening as well. Uh, thanks for tuning in for today. As we close out... Pastor Mashke, would you pray us out? Sure. Thanks.
0: Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for those listeners today. We ask your blessings upon them that uh, in their faith life that they can walk closer to you, uh, walk closer to your son Jesus, and help them to keep Jesus as that focus in their hearts and their lives. We pray this by the power of your Holy Spirit. Again, John the Baptist promised that Jesus would send us the Holy Spirit. And so we thank you for that spirit that comes through your word. We ask that that spirit would then continue to work transformational, events in the lives of those that are listening here today. We pray this all in Jesus'
1: name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Mashke, and thank you, listeners. I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thanks. Bye-bye.